This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, everybody? Another freaking crazy week. We got a fun guest in the house. Trump dominated the town hall. Our border is overflowing, and now the Democrats finally admit it. Target went Bud Light plus, plus, plus some extra gay stuff and lied about everything. Stick around. So guys, today in studio, we have Gina. She runs Deep Dive Life, an Instagram that is massive with 100,000 followers. She's a local out here. I'm not saying where, but she's here to vibe. Say what up, Gina. Hey, guys. Look how pretty she is, too. (laughs) Well, so Gina, what got you started? How long have you had an Instagram account or how long have you been posting? How long have you been trying to do it? Uh, Two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah. That's about when I started, about two um, years ago. But it was just at first, it was just kind of like figuring it out. Like, I guess I had only had like a small family Instagram and then like I had 25 people. So I had no idea how to use Instagram at all whatsoever. Um, so then I decided to make a public account. And even then I was too shy, like way too shy to even put myself out there. I didn't even put like a single picture of my face <laughs> anywhere. Oh. Um, but it was about a year ago that I decided I was going to make it work. And I did my first reel and I hated it. <laughs> it was awful. I actually went and sat in my car and like had to hype myself up and then like, <laughs> put it in my like folder and like do it. And then like kind of cried about it a little because I was like, oh, this is so stupid. See, like, I'm feeling better. Right. And, That's how I feel. Yeah. That's the process. But it was just like, just keep going, keep going. And then I finally, you know, you see the Instagram gurus talking about, oh, yeah, do the real challenge, do the real challenge. And then I was like, well, what do I have to lose? Just do the real challenge. You're going to get better if you do it. So I did. And it just started. What was up. the real challenge? One a day? I actually did three a day. Yeah. Wow. For a month. And it was hard. Yeah. But it was totally worth it because getting myself out there more, I found my people more. Um, and that was, a, that was a really big reason why I wanted to do it was COVID and everything. It was just so isolating. And I lived in Southern California at the time. <clears throat> so it was extra isolating because not a lot of people. Um, Think were, like we do. Yes. Right. So it was one of those things of trying to find my people and you're not going to find your people by just putting a static post up there. It's, it's not going to get anyone to like know who you are. So just really had to jump in there with the reels and then finding like-minded and that's like, that's how I found you. So. Right. How long have you been following me for? Gosh, probably at least a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I definitely fangirled when I ran into you. Yeah. Yeah. We met at a bar. Um, our spouses were there. Everybody relax. Yeah. 
My spouse <laughs> is actually the one who told me you have to go check and see if it's him. He's like, you got to be brave. You're brave on Instagram. Go be brave and go ask. Your husband said that? Yeah. He, <laughs> was, like, go, he shoved me towards you. Yeah. He was like, go, go find out. <laughs> <laughs> and look what's happened. Yeah. This is yeah. Really cool. That's great. Well, so yeah, I think everybody kind of has <clears throat> those feelings when they first start doing social media stuff. I did a seminar recently about like social media and how to grow on social media and stuff. And a lot of that was me telling people just do it because essentially that's all you have to do. Like you just do it. And then the right people start following you. It's, it's really much, it's that simple. Now you can have great videos, but mostly once your videos are at a certain level of quality, then it's just about what are you saying, you know, and do the right people see it? And do you know how to go, do you know how to use the hashtags the right way? And did you put music behind it and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. What got you started on the, it, or so you're saying the COVID and everything, the more yeah, conservative just, leaning, what is it that really just, uh, chapped your khakis that you were just like, I need to post about this. This is in my heart. I need to get this out and let people know how I feel about it. What was that one thing? I had a really overbearing neighbor. Okay. And she hated everything that came out of my mouth and she would try to shut me down every time I would like say something or she just really wanted to be heard. And I'd be like, well, um, that, that's not how I feel. And she just would just bulldoze me, like completely bulldoze me. And so I just ended up being like, okay, I don't want to cause like a neighbor feud. So yeah. I need to find a way to like talk about this stuff and also get braver with talking about it. You guys, I was a mouse forever. A mouse, total right. mouse, super shy, didn't rock the boat, just stayed in my lane. And then that became very clear that that was not something I could continue to do and tell my children like that that's what I continued to do. Mm. Like that's I needed to mama bear up for them. Yes. no, Because like too many people just let what's happening <sighs> in this world happen. There's and, a saying that says, give me war so my children won't have war. Something to that effect. And I feel that way too. Yeah. yeah I 100%. Absolutely. A hill I'll die on for every single one of them. But not even just my children, like all children in general, too. I've always worked with children and been close with children, love kids, love my children more than anything I ever thought possible. And just seeing what's happening. Heck no. No, yeah. I couldn't stay silent. And I couldn't let her bulldoze me anymore. Care for her, love her, all the love. What, what, what was the setting that she was re repetitiously bulldozing you in? It would just be um, some of our little gatherings. We kind of had like our little our little village mm. um, in California. Was yeah. it townhousey? Uh, yeah, we're in military housing. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah. All right. So it was actually really interesting as well. Just seeing how liberal, like some of the military families were, mm. and we we're kind of just sitting back like, okay, that's I don't know if your husband's going to defend the constitution upon the condition that there's an invasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were coast guards. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are those military? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. I found it. That was the Coast Guard Coast Guard burn. Bird. Yeah. I like yeah, the fairies and rafts, they say. Well, so you started doing videos and then what was your first viral content that you remember? Um, the one that went really big was when Donald Trump Jr. shared my the best thing about conservative women, we don't have penises. <laughs> and that one like it exploded. It was like my first one that went to a million views and got me a lot of people wanting to chat and talk about things and it was I don't know it, it to me it was so silly because I was like it's just some silly thing that I saw and I thought it was so hilarious and then a lot of people did too so right it <laughs> but, worked out yeah yeah I thought that I thought it was funny and so did all the followers yeah that's great it's good that you're it's good that you're open and willing you know to basically be the opposition because it's an it's awkward man I did it 
too. You know, I, I've always been so vocal that nobody else is really going to compete with me in my small circles. And I didn't really have a lot of people compete with me in small circles, but like in fringe circles, you know, where I'd like come in contact with somebody or whatever, there would be like a dumb thing. And for a while there, I tried to make it a point to like correct people if they said something that was wrong, like, or if they were wearing a mask and they thought that it did something and they were like trying to explain it, I would be like, okay, well, here's the nanoparticle size of the, and here's, you know, or whatever. And then I was like, this is too much work. You know, sometimes you got to let the wheat and the tares just destroy themselves and be exactly. like, cool, you can wear a mask 24-7 if you want. Although no civilization in history has been doing that for the last hundred years. So it's just some new shit that we're deciding to do right now. And by the way, doesn't seem to work that good based on these numbers. Oh, we're finding out a lot of things are really quite the opposite. Just like that article we were reading earlier that the ventilators were actually killing people instead of helping them. Like we're finding everything all the way down to mass and all the way up as high as being on a ventilator. Everything they told us was the exact opposite. Do we have that article, the ventilator article? Uh, Let me, I can uh, look for it and put it in the discord. We'll send that to you, Jeff, so you can pull that up. Cause I want to talk about it. Yeah. There's a lot of things we're finding out guys. There's a lot of things we're finding out lately that aren't quite what we were told. Namely the biggest one right now is the Durham report. If you guys haven't seen this, I want to bring up this TikTok video real quick so that you guys can see the update on the Durham report. For a long time, all the Trumpers and everybody was talking about when that Durham report comes out, it's really going to prove and da-da-da-da-da. It took forever. And I don't even know that this is the full Durham report, that Durham report that's being released right now. But Jeff, can you pull up that TikTok video that was at the bottom of Discord earlier that I posted? It should be Greg Price. It's been seven years since the 2016 election, folks, but we still got to talk about it. And that is because the Durham report finally came out today. Special Prosecutor John Durham was appointed to investigate the origins of the Russian collusion hoax. And oh my goodness, is this report damning. For the FBI, for the Clinton campaign, for the Obama administration, and for everybody that was involved in one of the biggest scandals in American history. Here is a short list of what John Durham found. First and primarily, Durham found that neither the U.S. nor the intelligence community possessed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Crossfire Hurricane was the code name that the intel community gave to the investigation. Second, it found that the FBI knew from the beginning that nothing in the Steele dossier was real. The Steele dossier was opposition research on Trump that was paid for by the Clinton campaign and widely disseminated in media outlets at the time. Not only that, but the FBI knew that the dossier was sourced to Russian agents. They knew it was Russian disinformation, but they did not disclose that when they presented this to the FISA courts. Speaking of that, remember how they told us that the Steele dossier was not the primary evidence that the FBI presented to the FISA courts in order to get warrants to spy on Trump? That was a complete and total lie. Speaking of the Steele dossier, the biggest claim from it that was disseminated in media outlets at the time was the claim that Donald Trump was peed on by Russian hookers at a Russian hotel. It turned out that Steele's source, Igor Danchenko, completely made this up and never even stayed at the hotel where he alleged this occurred. But wait, it gets worse. Not only was the Russia hoax created by Hillary Clinton's campaign in order to distract from her private server scandal, but the CIA knew this. And CIA Director John Brennan briefed President Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, Attorney General Loretta Lynch, and then FBI Director James Comey on it. 
They all knew that Russian collusion was a lie, and yet they lied to the American people anyway. The Durham report also mentions the Trump Alpha Bank hoax. That was the false story that also came from the Clinton campaign that Donald Trump had a secret connection to a Russian bank. When Michael Sussman, lawyer from the Clinton campaign, presented this to the FBI, they immediately found that it was a lie. But FBI leadership ordered them to open a full case into it anyway. It was later disseminated to the media with full coordination between Hillary Clinton's campaign, Sussman, Mark Elias, who was Hillary Clinton's general counsel, and Fusion GPS, the research firm that did all of this. It also found that at the same time that was going on, the FBI was shutting down investigations into the Clinton Foundation. They even told their confidential human source to stay away from all events relating to Clinton's campaign. And you'll be shocked to learn that the man at the center of trying to spy on Donald Trump was in fact James Comey. And that's just all I could fit into a three minute video. The craziest part about it is not only have none of these people like John Brennan been held accountable, but they felt emboldened enough to do it again in 2020 with Hunter Biden's laptop. And they're probably going to do it again in 24. I Talk about explosive. Peeing on Donald Trump. Wait a minute. I, I didn't even know about that part. I didn't even know that was like a thing. Part of the BS yeah. they were spouting. Well, so essentially, I mean, I'll summarize, resummarize what this guy just said. The Hillary Clinton campaign paid for and presented to Biden and Obama and James Comey and John Brennan, the head of the FBI, the head of the CIA and the president and the vice president, that they were going to go through with this plan to lie about a Russia hoax connected to Trump to, number one, get attention off of them, off of Hillary Clinton and the email server thing, because she had her people literally beating hard drives with hammers to make sure that they couldn't figure out what the emails were about, yep. that she never gave up to the people that were investigating her and to turn the tide of the potential chance of Donald Trump winning the election. And what did you hear in the first two and a half years of his presidency, three years of his presidency? Russia, 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 Russia. nonstop Russia, Russia, Russia. And so it was a lie the whole time. And we said it was a lie the whole time. But now we know that, in fact, it was a lie the whole time. And your sitting president in the United States right now knew it was a lie the whole time. I mean, and Crazy. how much of our money? How much of our taxpayer dollars that could have gone to, you know, programs to help our people out in these inner cities that are dying, anything, how much of our money was wasted on the lawyers and the paperwork and the yeah, paralegals? Yeah, I mean, we're talking 100 mil at least. I know that was 30, 40 like mil more. is what the Mueller report was. We've been going on this for like five years now because it was all throughout Trump's presidency. It was before his presidency, all throughout his presidency, and even now. How much of our money? I want to say more than a hundred mil. I mean, it's got to be. And think about how much good that could have done for for all the Ukrainians. Stop. Because <laughs> that's where they would have sent it. Because none of it comes to us. You can tell our cities are getting overrun. Did y'all see that town hall? Not town hall meeting with Donald Trump. I'll talk about that in a minute. But did y'all see the citizens in Chicago at that like local? Yes. Like they're like having conversations because they're starting to put all the illegal immigrants in their schools and stuff for them yes. to stay in their cafeterias and big rec rooms and gyms. And they're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And it's just like, up. what happened? What right. you guys weren't saying a word. And it's seeing these people get off the couch. And they're like getting frustrated that all these other people are coming in and taking all their, like, I think New York city, I just posted this or I just posted about it. New York city is saying 
They're spending a billion dollars from their state fund in New York to help house these immigrants. And they've essentially said that it's overflowing now, that they don't know what to do. And that's that's a Democrat saying that. Democrats are saying, we don't know what to do. There's going to be tents everywhere. It's going to look just like El Paso. Well, and you know what's happening too is they is they put them in nice hotels, right? When they were first virtue signaling, they're like, well, yeah, DeSantis, go ahead, send them here, whatever. Go ahead, Abbott, send them over here. They put them in nice hotels. And so when they finally got the migrant centers up and going and and ready for them with cots and everything, they're like, okay, come on out of those hotels and we're going to put you in these centers and then go from there. The migrants protested and rioted because they didn't want to leave the hotels. Wow. It's like the definition of entitlement. And they displaced uh, homeless veterans for that too. Right. So that, that was just this the, week. Yeah. The migrants in there. And it's like, why? Unbelievable. Why are the veterans getting the shit end of the deal? I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no. You can cuss. no. Okay. Yeah. And the migrants are, they literally get a cell phone. They get everything handed to them. And then they're like, okay, here we go. Take your diseases and walk through our country with them. Like, oh yeah. They're saying they're, there's, uh, they're like infested with fleas and mites and lice. And uh, there was some, disease they were talking about that they're having like an outbreak of over in El Paso. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll look it well, up. It'll but- probably help us in the long run, I guess. I'm not so mad about that part, but I am mad about the part that everybody acts like the fence, the the, the freaking walls don't work. I swear if you're like a new liberal today and you like just joined the party today, you would be like, oh my God, there's so many homeless people. This is kind of wrong. Why is there so many like people coming over the border? We should have like some kind of deterrent for that, like a wall or something. And then all you have to realize you're not supposed to agree with that. Like everybody's around you like, shh, shh. no, no, no. We don't vote for those kinds of things. And you're like, why not? It just makes sense. We all lock our doors at night. You got to know who's in your house. <laughs> and all your friends are like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We wouldn't give Trump $5 billion to build the wall, even though we've given a Ukraine a hundred billion dollars to let Russia run over the wall. I, I read the other day we're at 113 billion. So me and Tina did the math like, uh, what, a year ago, probably ago. <laughs> like what? seven, eight months about how much money has gone over to Ukraine and what that could have been used for. So let's pretend you're a lefty and you're just all about like using the government's money to give everybody a handout with the amount of money that we've sent to Ukraine now. We could, uh, we have about 600,000 people that are homeless in the United States. That's about the number. We Mm could have given every single one of them a double wide that is paid off on land. Mm -hmm. We could have given every single one of them a a car paid off and a brand new wardrobe paid off. Every single homeless person in the United States of America for the cost that we've sent to Lockheed Martin in Ukraine and whatever the hell and else this is going to go to. We did that when it was at about 60 something. Billion. 80, I think it was like 75 yeah, billion. 70, at that yeah, point. You're right. So it's all, it's not quite double, but it's heading there. Yeah. And we're it's so imagine, imagine like, that's the thing. Like we all, I always try to break things down into a smaller, like, things so that you can recognize the outlandishness of some of the behavior that's happening. Like if there was a hundred people in the village and then we were all giving like a hundred dollars a month to make sure the village stayed afloat. And then somebody was just siphoning like $40,000 from that fund to pay for shit that had nothing to do with benefiting any of us. We would be like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? But because this is such such a large scale and there's no way to make the government get in check besides crazy revolution type stuff. It's just kind of, we're just watching this terribleness keep occurring, you know? There's like kids who can't even afford school lunches and they like don't feed them because their school lunch is like negligent. How many of those kids could have had literal free lunch at school? Right. Or what's going on? Like, just priorities are so fucked all the time and I hate it. It's true. 
What did you did you see anything? You said you used to live out on the West Coast. Um, did you see anything? Um, did it get bad in your area or anything like that with migrants or there like- was a lot of homeless camps. Okay. All of like so all of Southern California is highway down there. So all of the um, overpasses is just full. All the little gullies and things they're really? full. Um, there are certain areas that like we wouldn't really go around even in the nice like if you want to go to the nice spot you have to go to coronado and that's where all the rich yuppies live so the, of course they're not going to let any you know, the they don't let them over there, there. Yeah. but the second you go down the strand or you go over the bridge boom huge homeless encampments because you're right in um barrio logan like right when you come over the bridge there it was such a beautiful park so beautiful and they did so many murals and stuff trashed completely really? trashed go down the strand in ibis it's not as nice as it used to be. Like a few years back, I was okay walking the kids with the stroller there. Now, heck no. Absolutely so you can't not. even enjoy like the public parks and stuff that your taxes paid for and things like that. Yeah. Wow. And the taxes over there are quite substantial compared to many other states in this country. Yeah. You know, that's that's awful. And then like, but if you put like a toe out of line or something, or maybe didn't turn on a signal or something like that, they ticket oh, you they up give the you wazoo. a ticket in a second. Yeah. Right. But these people like they literally have to like commit like some sort of felony for the police to finally be like, okay, yeah, I guess we got to do something about it because the, the well, it's DAs- like this Daniel Perry guy in New York city, right? The Marine that choked oh, out Daniel Jordan Petty. Neely yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Because he was basically saying he's gonna, he's not afraid to go back to jail, and yep. he's about to beat everybody up on the train. And yep. then they, then him and a couple of other black males subdued Jordan Neely, and he happened to die because he wasn't subdued correctly. I suppose I don't know. Yeah. Either way, like he's he's getting in trouble. But like if they, if Jordan Neely would have punched eight people, he would be back on the street the next day, same day, probably yeah, same, probably day. same day, because they eliminated hours. cash bail for some people. They were like, we're not going to make people have to pay in order to be able to get out of jail. It's just like, dude. You got to do something, but George Soros just sitting back on his old rich epic ass and just going, you guys are going to love this though. You guys are going to love this. So you're right. We would, they are too light on crime there, but do you know what they're charging a homeless man for in New York city, a hate crime and a couple other things because he went into a, um, a LGBTQ restaurant and took one of the flags and needed to use it to wipe himself. (laughs) And yeah, they are charging him with theft, this, that, a hate crime and all that stuff. Of course. He, 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 uh, he made a sin against the beloved. Right. Yeah. How dare you betray the rainbow flag of our, honestly, I think what it is, is they know their sexual deviancy is so far that if they don't mass support it, then they know their own conscience will be like, stop doing what you're doing. So they have to like any, any voice that reminds them of what their conscience is saying, they have to snuff out. But I mean, how messed up is that? Like you said, Jordan Neely, he had over 40 something arrests and he was actually had an active warrant out for him and they were doing nothing about him. But this person, like we could say, hey, poor homeless guy needed toilet paper. You guys aren't helping him out, you know, giving all the money to the migrants there in New York. And you don't have enough to give that guy some food and some extra toilet paper. And now they are throwing the book at him. They went and hunted him down, too. You know how usually they're just like, oh, homeless man. And they either they find him or they don't. They kind of don't put any energy into it. Right. Why would we go after Mark? He's just sitting on the corner smoking a cigarette that he found on the ground, probably. Leave him alone. 
Not no. this guy. Do you know what he did? Right. Oh Defcon yeah. one. In Washington, they can't even chase someone for stealing a car. Really? But this dude wiped his butt. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You can't you can't pursue anybody in Washington. So I'm from Washington, so I keep up with that. Okay. And like all my friends are like, no, we can't even call the cops for anything because they're not going to do anything. So, oh my gosh. Wow. Just the hypocrisy of all of this. A, a rainbow flag. I know, exactly. And we had to watch them burn and stuff all say. over American flags. And yeah. it was just totally fine. That's what I yeah. don't understand. The Supreme Court literally ruled that it was free speech to be able to literally burn the American flag. They, they that Supreme Court already and ruled. And I, I support that. Right. I, I don't that. agree with it. You know, I know. Yeah, I, I might burn it today <laughs> with, with the amount that we're mass pumping out straight gay porn to the entire world at this point. Yeah. Like we're the leading producer of pornography in the in the world by far. Really? It's just like, yeah. What do I think should happen to America? Like if it, it keeps acting like this, I hope somebody does burn it down. To be honest, like, you know, like I, I really don't know. Like if somebody asked me today, should they move to America? I'd be like, eh, wait two years and see. <laughs> wait two years and then decide. You know, if it keeps going the direction it is going, I might say no. Um, just because now you can get guns here and that's cool. But like, if your guns aren't painted with a rainbow dildo, you're probably not going to be able to keep them for much longer. Yeah. You know, it just seems like that. You know what I mean? Like you're not even a lot. It's so gay. Everything's so gay. I'm annoyed at all the gay. And you used to remember, you used to be able to say that. I don't know. Like nineties kid, like, Oh, that's so gay. Like remember you used to be able to say that. And it didn't really mean it just, I had gay friends that used to say that like, Oh, that's so gay. Now you can't say that. That's so, I don't know. Gay. <laughs> That's so gay. gay. Exactly. So gay that I can't say gay anymore. Right. Jeff still says gay. Gay. Jeff said retarded and gay. He just, put, <laughs> he just tagged it on there. Oh, yeah. I remember. Retarded and gay were the best words. That's retarded. That's the like such a oh, good word. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I remember that. You use the R word? It, I remember when it was the first thing. I remember it's before Lindsay Lohan became like a really like got lost in the sauce and she was on Ellen or something like that. And she was just, she was like, you know, 20 something ditzy, whatever. You don't expect a whole lot of good vocabulary out of her, which is fine. You know, she was a good actress. And um, she just kept saying, oh, that's retarded. That's retarded. That's retarded. And I remember like uh, they came down hard on her for that. And that's kind of what, when that started the whole, you can't say. You can't say anymore. Cause yeah. the, well, the funny thing is, is that they're one of the only people who wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is true. Oh. On to the next segment, everybody. Well, uh, okay, so we've got the border issue. All right, so the border is blowing up right now. They so, have got Ted Cruz was out there the other day talking about how they've got thirteen thousand people that came. I think he said, and I might have said one day. I don't know. Though. I read um, last night they have a hundred and fifty k right now, like lined up in that area. Uh, whereabouts like where they're all flooding in they've got 150,000 of them and apparently there's like 700,000 more on their way and the migrants somebody went and interviewed the migrants like further in in Mexico not right up at the border they were uh, interviewing the ones coming and they said what made you because a lot of them packed up their stuff sold all their stuff and they're like oh we're going to America and they asked them what made you decide to come to America and just how are you coming here? Why are you coming here? And they said that they had gotten word from our government that, hey, the doors are open. That was the quote. The doors are open. 
And so the people said, okay, great. Economic uh, prosperity and everything. Cool. I think even the uh, president of Guatemala had come out and said that a lot of their economy is supported by people, their people going to America, working and sending the money, money back yeah. to Guatemala. Yeah. That happened not too long ago. Western Union, that. man. <laughs> the Western <laughs> Unions, man. They'd be sending back millions and millions of dollars. I worked at a grocery store and all of the Guatemalan families would come in and cash their checks. And then they would talk, tell me, yeah, we're sitting at home. We're sitting at home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I remember that. I used to work at a grocery store. Shoot. When I was 16, I worked at a grocery store and they were doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would come in. I had the same guy every week. Yep. 300, 300, mm-hmm. 300, man. Same thing. 300. And I'd be like, okay. I but didn't understand back then what was happening. I was like, why is he? But that's when money? like, you know, when you came over <clears throat> and they watched you, either you became a citizen or you better renew that visa and eventually it runs out. Like you got to make a decision here. Now they're, they're talking about some people don't have like court dates for, uh, to, I guess, follow up on their, um, right. quote unquote, follow up. Right. Not till, um, 2027. 20, Thank yep. you. August, 2027. Yep. I saw that. Some people, uh, 2034. I, I read. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like when Pfizer was like, we'll tell you what's in it in 75 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so you just won't tell us what's in it. You know, oh, so you don't have to go to court. That's right. what's happening. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, because so here's the th- here's what somebody was saying. And I, obviously I know I knew this, but I didn't I didn't put two and two together e- that well. The margin of difference usually in presidential elections is like, you know, seven to like twenty million people. Mm-hmm. Well, they can bring that many people yeah, in and then just it. let them vote in, you yep. know. And they're telling them apparently they get transferred when they come in the country. They get transferred to an NGO, which is a non-government, you know, whatever. And they will give them like literature and stuff like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. they're getting like, you know, vote, Democrats helped you. Blue, You're no welcome. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's the reason yeah. you get to come in. And it's like, what do you guys think? But the problem is, is that all these people that are coming in, if they're from South America, they probably have Catholic roots. And a lot of them are probably conservative in nature and just don't know that the Democrats are opposite of conservative. Well, I read somewhere that they're specifically making sure that they're trying to catch the Cubans and the Venezuelans right, who would and mess turn up them that away. Vote. Yes, right. because they don't like communism. And that's like, that's what they're saying. They're making sure that they're turning those guys away. And then other people from uh, from other countries, they're saying, oh yeah, come on in. A bunch of terrorists are coming through. They caught like 60 on list. Who knows how many have slipped through? This is why right. they were so hard against Trump's wall. The, he knew yeah. it was going to ruin their chances for the future. So the Dems were like, we can't let them build it. We can't let them build it because yep. it would stop them. And they'd have to come through ports of entry at this point because they couldn't climb that joker. Yeah. Not in the way Trump had it set up. Right. Um, it, they said 15 foot is where it gets difficult. Jeff, can you bring this clip up for the what the illegal dude said? Biden, thank you. Thank you for you. I like it. You, you people. Uh, All right. Don't cut my fence. <laughs> no, okay. I like and then the it. guy says, don't cut my fence. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, it's funny, but it's not funny. No. If it was here, I'd be really pissed. You know, because honestly, like, what do you do with that? You just all of a sudden there's tons of people around you that are know nothing about your culture, are replacing you. They are. Mm-hmm. They've already done six or seven states. The, the population of six or seven states since Joe Biden has taken office is replaced already. Already that many people. I think cities. No, states. Really? Yes, it is states. Really? Montana, Vermont, Delaware, uh, Wyoming, wow. all of them already, since Joe Biden has been president, that amount of people, seven states have come in from the border illegally. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? 
insanity. Yeah. Actually, like, so the question is in the next two years, how bad is it going to get? And then can Trump even really do anything about it? Right. Well, if anybody can, it's it seems like Trump. it's going to be Trump, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. He dominated that town hall. CNN, I don't know if you guys saw this out there, viewers. CNN hosted a town hall. Hopefully you saw it. It was going everywhere. And they did their best to bring in their sniper, their sharpshooting person verbally who's supposed to be able to keep people in check, Caitlin something, and she failed miserably, and Trump ran over her the whole time. And the audience that CNN picked to be in the room was laughing and loving Trump the whole time. Take a look at this. you want Ukraine or Russia to win this war? I want everybody to stop dying. They're dying. Russians and Ukrainians. I want them to stop dying. But you said you weren't very involved that day. You did tell your supporters to come to Washington. You tweeted about it, about sure, that speech that happened on the rally. Am I allowed so when to they, say that? When they went to the Capitol and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers, why did, you, why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> On January 5th, the day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now I use Truth, Truth Social. I think it's far superior, okay? I hope everybody's on Truth. I hope everybody's on Truth. Uh, if you look, January 6th, this is at 2, before 2.30, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after, as it was happening. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. Yeah, it turns out um, nobody gives a rip about January 6th anymore uh, when they can't feed their family, Caitlin. Uh. Yeah, I was going to say, what did you think? Uh, did, you, did you get a chance to yeah, watch it? it? What um, do you think? I loved when he pulled out the receipts of the tweets that mm -hmm. they tried to censor him to look like he was not trying to encourage people to be peaceful or anything. And he was like, oh, I got him right here. Mm -hmm. And she she was so <laughs> shut down by it. Like she just was messing up and tripping every time. And he had such good comebacks for everything that she had to say. And the part where um, she wanted to talk about why he was ignoring a subpoena. And he's like, I had everything out on the curb. They were taking pictures of it. It was ready. And they still, they just came in and raided his house without, like, he was in negotiations with, I can't remember the. He's the, the archive, the National Archive or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And he was talking to them about it. And he, like, had all of the paperwork out on the sidewalk for them. And they still did that. And she was just like, well, well. Well, like, and then he was like, Joe Biden has 1800 boxes she refused to acknowledge it. Yeah. And she even, she even said it. that's not true. Yeah. yeah she At did one point. That. And like, what do we do with that? Because that's so unfair. Like they can straight spout misinformation. Like they were doing this entire mm -hmm. time for all of yeah. the various things that we know they lied about now, but there's no, there's no penalties for them. Meanwhile, me and you fart in the wrong direction on Instagram and we get like right. a 30 day, yeah. like you're in jail. Nobody can see any of your stuff. They basically snuff out your existence. Right. <laughs> or if like 75% of your sentence is right, but just like a couple of wording is off or something like that, they just literally come for your head. And it's like, 
how like you got to give people some grace like when people slip up even liberals and if it's just like a slip up or a mix up of words even if conservatives go after them i try to look at it and be like hey wait a minute that was just like a little mess up of words i like to be fair with that we're not even giving they're not even giving especially our side like they're not giving us that uh, courtesy to just be like hey oh that was just like a mess up a little i we knew what you meant right like elon's on twitter elon's fact checkers or whatever are actually doing that right. where it seems like they're attempting to be like, this is actually mostly true. Uh, but he was wearing green shoes, not blue shoes. Right. Rather than like false, this whole thing's totally off. And then like, you have to read 17 paragraphs and at the bottom, it's like his shoes were actually green. Yeah. Not blue. Like, you know, and you're like, Oh, so like the whole point wasn't obfuscated, you know, because that's like, I, I remember in Virginia, they had a winter storm probably like a year and a half ago, two year, two and a half years ago, something like that. And all of these uh, vehicles were stranded on the highway up to Richmond. Yep. And so somebody posted a video of an article and basically said, if all of these vehicles would have been electric like they want, there would have been a mass issue and we would have had a junkyard on the highways because nobody could come get all these cars off in quick enough time. And, uh, and then there was a fact check on that article because I posted it and it was like false. We, uh, it's not true that battery powered vehicles don't last as long as gas powered vehicles in the, in the, in the cold, right. As far as keeping people alive in the car. And, and so I looked into it and at the bottom, I made a full video about this because I hated the fact check so much. It pissed me off because it was so wrong. Mm -hmm. They said, uh, if a car has full gas and in a vehicle has a full charge, that's an electric vehicle. Yes. The gas powered vehicle would be able to last longer and keep the people warmer by far, by far, because yeah, you almost, you almost burn no gas when you're just idling and have a little bit yep. of heat it's on like it. Three you, days or something. Yeah. It's, crazy. Like, it's days. Yeah. And then, and then they were like, but because we don't like the whole premise of the fact check was we don't know how much charge the hypothetical electronic vehicle would have had in a scenario or how much gas the hypothetical gas powered car would have had in any given circumstance. So it's not fair to conclude that the electric vehicle would have died sooner. And it's just like, like bro, that is so disingenuous. It's, bro. it's total reaching. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, 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 you're lying. That's you lied. You know what I mean? Like, yes, a gas powered, a gas powered vehicle generally does last longer in idling and would keep you warmer longer than an electric vehicle. If they both had full charge, what the hell did you think I meant? Did you think I meant that the right. gas powered vehicle had 6% gas and the electric vehicle was full charge? And who would compare those two dumb things? They were basically suggesting that, oh, you can't have an opinion on that. You can't say that because we don't know what level of fuel was in each of those vehicles on the highway at that particular day. Right. That's what they're saying. You can't have an opinion right. on that. And the point was, is that if they all did break down, how do you come charge vehicles with a, with a rapid charging system? And they were like, rapid charging systems don't really exist like that in mass. And they take a long time, sometimes yes. 24 hours to be able to charge up a car the right way. Gas generators. Right. Yeah. Gas generators that have to bring <laughs> gas generators out there to be able to do it. You know, and I've seen some of those videos where there'll be a guy on a bobcat or something like tearing up a parking lot with like, you know, the hook and everything. And it's an electric bobcat because it's a government like paid for bobcat or whatever, like one of them big power machines. Mm -hmm. And next to it is a diesel generator charging it, you know? And so it's just, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? But so anyway, the fact checks are ridiculous and everybody knows it. So when Trump brings receipts like that, it's just, 
the honestly, I'm excited for the next two years because it's going to be upheaval. No matter what happens, oh, yeah. this is going to be we are living in probably one of the most about to be exciting times in human history. Either the ship's going like this and we're all going to have to band together and start a whole new country in like a week, <laughs> yeah. which glad that you're here. We should talk about that next. <laughs> totally. And then number two, or we're going to win and we're going to be dunking on libs for the next two and a half years. And then for four more just in a row, dunk, dunk, dunk. And then. Once we win back the culture, we're going to be like, now, if you want to be gay, you can go be gay. Right. Over or there. We can, we can move to Over electric there. stuff. We just need to do it incrementally. And so everyone can afford it. Because if you really look at it, like the subsidies for uh, um, uh, solar panels, uh, 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 Teslas or, or uh, electric cars and stuff like that, you have to have a lot of money to even get in the door to yeah. be able to start getting back some of your money. It's like spend 50 grand to save 30 grand. What if I don't have the 50 grand? Right. Your life's about to get a lot more expensive. I mean, it's not made for normal. What? Who they're saying that they want to help. The average guy, the little guy, the guy who doesn't have the the freaking, it's more like 75 grand for like the, the lowest or 60 grand for the lowest, lowest Tesla model. Lowest model of Tesla, yeah. People can't, that's, that's high end. Our that's electric high. bills as they are right now are insanity. So- what what about the grid is going to be able to hold all of that either? That's a good point. Yeah, because they're not they're not prepared for that either. And that's that's that was that was what somebody I think California said that they were like, don't charge your oh, electric rolling blackouts. Yeah, yeah. but, but like, I remember we, Newsom we didn't Newsom come out and say, hey everybody, like don't charge your electric vehicles. Yes, yes, like it did. was a full blown like announcement. Like hey. Don't charge your shit tonight because we can't handle it. And, like, and then you're telling everybody else, go buy more of that shit that the infrastructure can't handle. Two, yeah, I was going to say two months earlier, he literally was coming. We're going to come out with this where no cars are going to be gas in California. By 2035 by, or something. Yes. yes. The, like not even two months before he had said, hey, by the way, don't don't charge your cars because we can't we can't do it. How, how was it when you were out there? Yeah. What um, was rolling blackouts like? Awful because they're always in the heat of the summer and we're in military housing. So it's not nice housing. There's no good insulation in there. So you're like, you're dying. It's awful. I can't even imagine the people who live in lower income communities even. How I long had, did they last? Is it like an hour? Is it like three hours? It's usually longer than that. It would be at sometimes at, and usually at nighttime, um, sometimes during the day, it would just be in the like dinner time. So we would have to like figure out. This is like some third world. I'm hearing about a third world right now. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It it just, it would be so inconvenient. And I cannot tell you how many times we had to contact USAA to get our food replaced for us because it would just happen sometimes. Really? That Mm -hmm. long? Yeah. Oh, from the fridge, you mean? Yeah. The fridge and the freezer. That's Mm got to be significant Mm -hmm. then. Yeah. It happens to military families like all the time. I'm wondering how long USAA is going to keep that in their like policy for us because if you, if you say the wrong word though, you got to like really time it with and say the right things when you talk to them because they're catching on to Southern California screws you over. So we're not always going to replace your food. That happened to my friend recently, actually. What happened? Or are you allowed? Uh, Well, she just had, they had a power outage, but because it was planned power outage. You should have prepared accordingly. Yeah. But it was way longer. You should have had a gas generator. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But it was way longer than they had told them that it was going to be. And she, I think she was out for like 24 hours. And she was like, it was only supposed to be from this time to this time. And it was over 24 hours. And I like, read she lost that her food. I read that, that they say, oh, it's only going to be from three to six. And it ends up being like from six to, you know, 12 the next day mm-hmm. type of stuff. So it's not even fair. What's the difference between 
brownout and blackouts. Rolling I brownouts. I don't remember because I okay. know they do brownouts in Texas. I think my friend lived. That's what they were doing. She was because she asked me that too, and I was like, "Okay, all right." <laughs> just wondering. No, that's really that's really crappy though. That long, I didn't realize the power was going out that long. Yeah, I was thinking that they would take the power off for an hour or two during high times of usage or something, and that way they would, you know, because think about it. If you're like, you know, power goes for 24 hours a day. Uh-huh. If you, if everybody's at work from nine to five, or at least 60 to 70% of the people are, then you've got to imagine the primary amount of electricity that's going to be used from five to seven is at least probably 20% or more of what gets used during the day. Right. You're talking about, you're getting people to just turn their power off for two hours. You're, you're gaining 20% back. If you need more than that, how shitty you is your agree. infrastructure? Right, right. Like how bad? And the thing is about it, the thing about this is, is that they're not trying to make it better at all. That's the thing. If you're paying much attention, they're attempting to make the United States a third world country. Right. Absolutely. I said brownouts are what? Are partial. partial. Blackouts are total power loss. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe like your brownouts is like, you're not allowed to use like heavy machinery or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Even I, then, though, that's just like such an affront to freedom. Like freedom right. itself. Like if I existed in the world by myself without your consent, meaning if I wasn't paying you for power and I was generating power myself because I drilled and had seven friends that sent me oil by cargo every once in a while, I had nothing to do with the United States or my power grid company or whatever the hell. If I was able to do that, I would never turn off my own power unless I felt like it. But the fact that like these people had to agree, some of them, if you remember, Honeywell, the thermostats in the houses, yes. they had like a, a voluntary yes. thing that you could jump onto and it saved you some kind of money in the long run. And then they tried to go below. They tried to heat up their houses to above 70 something degrees during the winter. Yep. And they were like, you can't do this. You have to turn your house. Like you're not allowed to have this much power going to your house. And it's yeah. just like, what? They opted Bro. into these programs. It happened in Texas. Cause I remember seeing the Instagram videos of people who couldn't move their thermostats. They said, oh, this was supposed to be like by the time 6 PM came around when you're home, the whole control, the thermostat, they would put it at 78. So, like most people, what do they like their house is at like 70. I mean, I like 72, yeah. 74, but like, like some people, you know, Cuban. they like it like 68. That's me. I mean, they were 6 p.m. is still a little late. Most people are getting home between three and six, but whatever. The guy said it was 10 p.m. and he still couldn't move his thermostat down to a comfortable setting. It was it was locked in at 78 degrees. I mean, that's like that's a whole commercial to not get those like Nest programs. And like, Oh, yeah, that's I told my wife I was like, that looked cool until I saw that. Yeah, because Nest does seem cool. But you know why Nest seems cool? Because it was the only AC thingy that I found that turns on the heat when it's too cold and turns on the AC when it's too hot. Mm. Because right now with traditional stupid gadgets, somehow they didn't realize that like, I want you AC and heat together to keep my house at around 70 degrees. They're like, no, you got to You can only talk to one of us at one time. Right. So you got to be like, okay, I guess it's hot. So we'll go to cool. You know, which makes sense. That's fine. But like during these transition seasons, like right now, it'll be 64 at at night and then 78 in the day. And I need you to kind of play both teams, man. You know, and so Nest looked cool because of that. But now I'm like, never mind. I didn't know they were commies. I'm sure it'll get better when we bring in a million more immigrants, too. That's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, it'll be great. Everything's totally fine. Well, and then solar panels aren't any better. Have you seen the breakdown of 
of the, yes. oh, your electric bill. It's only like $20 cheaper. Like, Some people's what? bills went up. That's what happened a lot in Southern California too. Really? Yeah, they added all of them to the military housing too. And it didn't, like, it didn't do anything for military housing or the people in the houses. It just fed back into Lincoln military housing and just gave them like discounts with the um, mm. the electric company, but it did not benefit military families at all. So like they, they still were taking our full BAH. They put all the like, and they would make us like, it was so inconvenient for them to put those on our houses too. Yes. And then the houses are outdated, full of mold, garbage. And then they're doing all of this stuff and then it doesn't at all benefit or take down any of the costs that we're paying either to be there. So, and then private friends who had them, they were like, yeah, we regret it. I have a couple wasn't people. Working right. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people do them like completely off grid and those work good for them. But like people in neighborhoods and in like housing developments and stuff like that, it actually kind of like ends up screwing them, but it benefits the electric company somehow. We had people trying to walk around getting us to do it. My husband's like, it's a scam. Don't yeah. talk to them. Don't answer the door. Yeah. Like, all right. No, like uh, uh, last summer or the summer before, I probably had like five people come and the same, like different companies trying with to- With the lanyard. It. Always with the lanyard. <laughs> the lanyard. Yep. Ah, man. And their interest is really high on them too. So a lot of people just like think they're going to save something on it. Right. But then their interest is through the roof to do it. Interesting. I'm sure there's ways that it helps some, but the problem is, is with solar panels after a while they wear out and then you, to get rid of them, apparently there's a very difficult process to get rid of them. Yes. Same thing with windmills. I didn't know that until yes. Trump said it, I think at the, at the town hall meeting, didn't Trump talk about it? Didn't, didn't Trump talk about the one. windmills and how they're just like graveyards of windmills now, because once they go bad, sometimes people don't even replace them. There's just this, I don't know if, have you been out? Have you been out in the water yet since you've lived here? No. So if you go out on the water and just head out, you know, straight out, you run into like windmills um, is, is in, and Dominion is actually using some of them. The Dominion yeah, power is actually using them. them. They just turned on. And yeah. And that whale beached itself. Yeah. 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 And Did that whale beached Jersey? itself. Uh-uh. Jersey had to pause their program. This is all connected. See I the, remember that. Yes. This, the, I'm surprised the PETA and the environmentalists or anything aren't like sounding the alarms, but they're of course- They're killing bald eagles. Really? Yes, yeah. the windmills like are slapping taking, bald yeah. eagles in the freaking heads like, and killing them. Oh my gosh, An excessive amount. That. Yeah, it's like- it's For like them a, being endangered, it's like a really excessive amount. That yeah, like dying. if you heard a bald eagle, you mean you'd go to jail tomorrow. Right. But like the windmill people I trying to give that. us green energy and support the WEF mission are just slapping bald eagles left and right. Well, I didn't know that. I'm going to look that up. But remember, remember this whole environmental thing. If you really take a step back and think back, you know how it kind of started with us getting wise to like whaling. Remember whaling bad. And it was like, yeah, save the whales and stuff like that. And sea shepherd. The sea. Yes. <laughs> what is the name of that show? Oh, you know what I'm. Yes. yes. I know what you're talking about. The, where they I can't go, remember it though. What was the name Wars. of it? Whale Wars. Whale Wars. I loved that show. Yes. <laughs> and But the thing is, it's great. Okay, save the whale. I love it, right? But now we're putting these windmills. It's being proven that what the sound they're generating is messing up the echolocation in the whale's head. Jersey, what happened was they turned on all the, the windmills or whatever. A bunch of whales started beaching themselves. They emergency stopped the program. I don't know what's happened since then. I haven't followed up on it. But all these whales started beaching themselves. And then here in Virginia Beach, when they turned on that one, 
or two out here. Right. That whale, a right whale, beached itself right there at Chick's Beach. Isn't that interesting? I don't know. Like, I think it's, it's, it's throwing off their like echo location, whatever, you know, it's like a balance and everything in the sea and all that sound. And I think it's making too much sound, but isn't yeah. that funny? Nobody's talking about that. That's how we started this whole thing. With well, they weaponize the compassion. That's what it is. That's it's true. weaponized compassion so that they get people to be compassionate about a certain little thing. And then they take the authority that they got to fix that problem. And then they fix other shit or do other shit that had nothing to do with that problem or just make authoritarian stuff. You're right. Like with the plastic straws and you right. know what? It was just that one viral video of somebody removing the plastic straw from, from that turtles, turtles now, which let's was, be honest. That sea turtle is in Costa Rica. Oh, and really? Costa Rica <laughs> does not have like the same regulations for getting rid of their trash. Oh, so that one turtle gave us all these falling apart things that we're sucking on to drink. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably oh, you're in California. So that was pretty bad over there. Oh yeah. And those ones, I don't know when they first rolled out you, if you didn't drink your drink in two seconds, yeah, that it was thing soggy. was like yes. you were eating it. I remember that. Yeah. It's interesting because they, it, that's what it is. It's weaponized compassion where they will, uh, from the get go, they'll act like it's for something that's noble and good. And most people can get along with, you know, we're trying to help. It's like how they name all the bills before they want people to vote on it. This is the saving puppy from killers right. bill. And you look in and it's like, Oh, so what? we're never allowed. We're never allowed to, question elections according to this bill wait, anymore wait like what does that have what to do with puppies, puppies? <laughs> yeah this is you know like the democrats are just amazing at naming it that and it's not just the democrats either republicans there's oh, rhinos yeah. that are Those playing rhinos. this game too oh, yeah. you know look at look at freaking crenshaw man oh, cringe shaw as we all say now dan crenshaw man at first i was like a crenshaw fan yeah. and then i found out he was a member of like the wef and all this other stuff yep and i'm like uh sorry bro he does like, inside not, he essentially insider trades yeah let's call it he what was it is. really disappointing my husband worked on the seal base in san diego so that you know you sort of just the seals you just kind of think of them as i don't better people yes because of what they do and what they're sacrificing and the risks they take and then golly he was such a disappointment yes i, I did not appreciate finding out his true colors yeah no, i know yeah, it's it's tough when they're like when you especially when you kind of depend on them to help you some. And like every conservative American has been crying out for help. Yes. I think not at this we point just need every help, American. You know, like help, dude. Help us not lose this country that all of us knew is the only thing like it in the world. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like a place that says you're allowed to be whatever you want here. Mm -hmm. And as long as it doesn't, you know, mass produce suffering for other people. You know, and the other thing is, is that all these people that hate America, they're thinking the reason they hate America is because what America has done to these other countries that they've tromped around in. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't America doing that. That was corrupt politicians hijacking America's military to the highest bidder and doing what globalist puppet globalist puppets wanted them to do to enrich them themselves and their families. But like the core tenets of the United States are gold. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bill of Rights as a human idea. Mm -hmm. That's what I think they're attempting to snuff out in the world. The globalists, they don't want that as an ideal anymore because they can't if because they're going to have to go against it to do the transhumanism stuff and to do everything else they want to do and the mass mm -hmm. slavery that they want to increase because they do. You know, I was talking about I made a video about this the other day. You might have saw it, but it was about like how they're trying to build a prison out of the world. 
And obviously this isn't, I'm not the first person to think that I was just putting like, you know, putting all the pieces together. And at the end of the day, I mean, it truly is like we, you'll own nothing. You'll have no privacy and you'll be happy. The world economic forum says Mm -hmm. the only people that don't have privacy are prisoners. It's the only people that don't have privacy. Good point. You know, like you're not a lot, like we watch everything that you do all the time. We we monitor your phone calls. We do that. And I'm like, man, that's, you're treating us all like prisoners. Like we already did something wrong and you're expecting us to do something wrong. It's like minority report or whatever. When that movie came out, they're like preemptively stopping you from doing things, but that's not fair. You don't get to do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they're trying to do now. You know, they're trying to like, look at guilty until proven innocent is what our government has basically done for everything. Nobody's innocent until proven guilty any longer. Right. We're already guilty. We're guilty for breathing at this point. Right. Well, that's the facts because that's a carbon emission. (laughs) Literally, you're guilty for breathing. We are the carbon that should be erased. Right. It's like, hey, you're, you're, you're accumulating too much. And I was actually watching Chris Skye talk about that. I don't know if you saw that little thing where he was talking about they're doing these, um, it's voluntary at the moment, but it's for airlines where you have to offset your, like, they're like, it's a card you can get and it tracks your carbon footprint oh. or whatever. And then like, you're only allowed to fly so many times per year because that's too much carbon or whatever you're emitting. They want you to use a certain amount of cubic feet of carbon per like month and normal humans. We already use four times more than they would want us to shrink down to just from existing like regular Americans and regular Canadians. We use four times more than they want us to. So like, imagine just eating way less everything. Just get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, get out of here. These and people need to be punched in the nose. Meanwhile, they take giant private jets all to over the, the world. Yes, and like, just sit down to eat dinner with each other. Yeah, wagyu and, beef. Yeah, and start over and do it all over again. Exactly. No, I mean, uh, look at like a big. Uh, I mean, I've just been following this a lot. Uh, Harry and Meghan, Harry, the the former Prince Harry and Meghan and everything. They're huge. Like, oh, you need to take your carbon footprint down in the environment. And they private jet everywhere, everywhere. I mean, it's just the hypocrisy. Yeah. At this point, man, it's just. I kind of want to just go into a, a corner and just live out my existence with my family and stuff and never have to fight this battle anymore. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of it. I think we were put here for such time as this. Yeah, because mm-hmm. nobody else is going to say it. I know yeah. the Lord gave me a big mouth for a reason, I reckon. There you go. Well, Gina, yes. why don't you plug yourself real quick so everybody can find you and say, if you are if you want to plug any business or anything that you've got, go ahead and go for it. Um, any so, TikToks, anything? No, just Instagram. So okay. I'm Gina from Deep Dive Life on Instagram. Um, check it out. <laughs> Deep Dive Life. Yeah, we'll uh, put it on the screen. Maybe it's like yeah. underscore deep dive life underscore. Yeah. yeah. So she's got some great content. Yeah. Go after it, guys. Go follow her. Thanks for coming on, Gina. It was yeah, fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's a fun discussion. Yeah. We talked about it a lot. It's really nice to talk with you guys. Yeah. I know. Isn't it? See, we're finding our people. Our people. Naturally. As long as they don't move. <laughs> I know. You know, let's take that up with the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you came to the show, Gina. Well, I'm sure we'll have me. you on again. I'd love to. And uh, good night, everybody. You guys have a good day. We'll see you next time.